Once again, welcome to 97.3 City FM, and this is the Total Energies Auto Show. Probably brought to you by Total Energies. Where we serve you motoring education for trouble-free motoring. I am your host. Eddie Poku, you can call me Edward Opoku. The auto show is brought to you by Total. Total Quartz 9000 Future. Join the Total Quartz Nation movement today. The auto show is very, very interactive. You can reach us on 0302 But the most popular way on this show is to send either a WhatsApp or Telegram message 054-998-6996. Today, it is all about you and your car issues. Send us your car problems and we are going to give you a diagnosis okay so do that to our whatsapp telegram line 054-998 this is the total energies auto show open house garage rounding off last year we had a couple of sessions where we took some big brands in the auto space and looked at the issues that are common within that particular brand we were able to go far we have not exhausted it all we'll go a couple more shows but today it is an open house garage it is between me and you (laughs) consistently you our listeners send us questions and uh, we keep them we curate them and today i am going to give you some answers to those car issues send us your car issues 054-998-6996 on your whatsapp now one of the things that um cut through you know all the shows that we did last year talking about toyota talking about bmw talking about mercedes is that cars are as good as maintenance if you are not maintaining 
you are going to have issues okay no matter what kind of car that is and in my personal experience um i've i've tried almost every model of car every brand of car that you can talk about i've lived with them over a, a, a reasonable period of time and i can tell you um yes they are durable cars but the most durable car is as durable and reliable as your maintenance regime now most of the problems you are going to have with your car um, let's talk i mean a lot of people talk about fuel consumption for example okay fuel consumption what are the main contributors to fuel consumption okay when i say fuel consumption i mean when your car is inefficient when your car is consuming fuel when the car they suck fuel that is what i'm talking about now when it comes to uh, um fuel consumption when the car or excess or poor running okay or poor efficiency of your car it's all number one it's got to do with you the driver or the operator of that vehicle you are not maintaining it number one because if you are not maintaining your car one thing that you are not going to be doing is that you are not changing the air filter okay which is the gateway into your car's engine okay now every car that runs on fuel okay has an intake system in that intake system there is something a device that filters the air so that the dust does not get into your engine so that foreign materials don't get into your engine the air goes through it into your engine now as the car ingests or sucks in the air the air filter okay is that element that separates tiny little particles out of the air so that it does not get into your engine to degrade and destroy it in fact there are some items when they get into your engine um, within seconds your engine is going to grenade and that will be the end of the engine so it is a very very important component now what happens is that when the air filter is dirty or clogged with dust you know here we have a lot of dusty roads we have a lot of dusty places especially around this time where we have the dry season and the hammerton weather you know it is very very dusty okay even when the car is sitting in a garage you'll still have a lot of dust around it okay so when you start it it's going to be sucking in the dust and it is the air filter that is going to filter the dust out and make sure your car is getting good supply of um, air now when it gets clogged okay now what that happens is that there's an imbalance between the air fuel ratio of your car okay so the car has to compensate in order to protect itself now what happens is that if your car is getting less less air the car is going to be running rich because the air fuel ratio will be tilted towards the fuel side so there'll be more fuel than air depending on what the ratios are every car is different okay now when that happens the car has a system in it that measures how much air is coming in okay and when the readings are low in order to protect the car okay it is going to inject more fuel than needed into the cylinders of your engine which will um, impinge on your fuel consumption so that is number one maintenance fuel 
or air filter okay air filter number one now when you are not servicing your car another thing that you are not doing is that you are not changing your oil on time if you're not changing your oil on time the oil will degrade and as the oil degrades its viscosity is going to reduce in certain instances it is going to create what we call sludge which is that some of some particles of the oil are going to thicken and kick at certain parts of the engine now when that happens it is causing undue stress and there will be drag on the engine and when there's drag on the engine it leads to fuel consumption because you have to push the car a bit more for you to get the same satisfaction i mean somebody will complain oh when i bought the car when i step on this one or the car they, they respond but these days when i step on it it's like the car is, is sleeping okay it is because you are not servicing the car well okay if you are servicing it on time according to the specification okay that the manufacturer has set okay your car is always going to be in tip-top condition all right cars like every machine is going to lose a certain level of efficiency over time but trust me the cars we have these days i mean people will say oh the cars are engineered you know to 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 um to um they have a word that they use up uh, uh, plant obsolescence and all those man of them yes those things are there but the manufacturer needs you to come back to buy that same brand okay so they will make sure that that car will serve you well and the modern cars we have are very 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 reliable i have uh, a message on the console so let's take that message then i will continue all right so it says hey hello eddie um i am david in achimota i drive a 2008 toyota yaris i changed my ecu last week and since then I have to reprogram the ECU anytime the terminal is removed before the car can start. What can be the problem? Now, David, the ECU of the car is the computer of the car. Okay. Now, it is connected to, I mean, for most cars, it is connected to all the vital um, 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 ancillaries that you have in your car. Okay. So, like I was just talking about the intake system of a car, there is a sensor that measures how much air is coming into the engine okay so that sensor when it takes its readings the readings will go to the ecu now you know that every computer has a, a memory okay it has a memory all right now for every computer you have a long-term memory and you have a short-term memory the long-term memory is where the settings and all the things that the computer always has to remember is stored and the short-term memory is those parameters that are coming in on a daily okay when i turn the ignition of the car you hear some some the car fidgeting making some train 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 sounds okay most of the time is the sensors you know testing itself and getting itself in a state of readiness to start the car a lot of times you have the fuel pump for example prime so you hear then it will stop okay it is the fuel pump that is doing that all those things goes into the short-term memory and tells the car that okay this is the, the the what we have to work with all right then the car processes all that information and decides how much fuel to give into the cylinders how much spark and at what time the spark should happen then 
the car rolls to life okay so if your car you had a problem and for which purpose you change your ecu okay and the new ecu you always have to reprogram it when you take the power off it means that there is something seriously wrong with that ecu that aspect of the ecu that stores okay all the settings that the car needs at every point in time okay is not or has lost its ability to save that data all right so i put it to you that i mean that ecu that you change is wrong okay so if um you can go to whoever you buy from and um, um and tell them to replace it for you or better still i don't know what happened um to the previous ecu okay i would have said put that back and try it and see if the car will still need some programming before it starts there are very very few things that can happen to make your ecu need reprogramming every time unless what you are being told is reprogramming is not really reprogramming in the manner that i understand now a lot of time manufacturers make it possible for you to um, change some of the parameters in 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 the ecu okay for tuning purposes for performance purposes and uh, and the like okay but it is not straightforward like that you need somebody who knows what they are doing who have the requisite equipment okay to be able to do it all right if you think that there's still some pieces that you are not getting the answers you can give me more information and uh, i will uh, answer your question but as you have sent it this is what i believe that ecu is not good or fit for purpose thank you <laughs> yes you are still tuned into the total energies auto show right here on 97.3 ctfm we are having um, an open house garage you can send us your questions and contributions to um, our whatsapp line 054-998-6996 if you have any car issues um, send them and we will give you answers <laughs> all right yes um we keep it going all right it says um um this is mace mr mace from uh, a shaman he says um after six years i finally had to let go of my toyota corolla <laughs> i almost shed tears when the gentleman was driving the car away i love that car so much <laughs> i know how it feels like mr mace <laughs> but i can tell you uh the newer cars are always better <laughs> the newer cars are always better now people say that the old cars are better no the newer cars are always better now i mean you can go to nhtsa and look at the um something like the crash test for examples the crash test take one part you are into toyota corolla right so take toyota corolla um the previous generation okay and take the current generation and just look at the crash tests all right sometimes when you tap the body of a car the sound that it makes or when you shut the door the sound that it makes it gives you the feeling that that car is not as solid as the older one but trust me we are dealing with high technology okay and these cars are designed in such a manner that i can tell you on authority most newer cars are far stronger 
far 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 stronger and superior in quality to the older ones so every one of you um if you are um you are running a car your inspiration and motivation is to get the next bigger thing and when you are out there you know trying to buy a car don't let someone convince you that the older models are better than the new ones it is not possible it is just not possible so miss if you are getting into a new car um, i'm telling you you are making just the right choice but what you also have to understand is that if you are getting into a newer model car you don't have to treat them like your older model car okay if your older model car you were putting water in it and the car was going okay and the car was okay with it you can't do that to the newer one all right now it might be expensive to make sure that your car has coolant but when you are servicing your car well i'm sure you will go years without having to even change or top up your engine coolant if you are servicing your car well you are using your car the just the way the manufacturer intended it to be used and i'm using that advisedly because sometimes we misapply the cars yes sometimes we misapply the cars if you want a comfortable car and you go out there and you spend your money on a car that is supposed to do very hard work the suspension is set up differently so you drive the car and you'll be complaining that oh the suspension the car is too bouncy why is it bouncy because the car is expected to to carry load so the way the suspension is set up is different from a car that is supposed to ride very cushy and comfortable so if you are out there and you want to buy a car do your research work very well and jot down all the things that you expect from a car and educate yourself and make an educated choice we have another question on the console so let's, let's look at it it says good afternoon i drive a 2012 corolla um from day one the oil i use is um 15 w40 and i am um I have been driving it since 2018. Um, this uh, this is from Big Ben. Uh, Big Ben, I don't get your question. Are you saying that your engine is weak? Now, this is it. This, this is a rule of thumb. Anytime you have a question, okay, a question when it comes to the oil to use for your car, number one, stick to what the manufacturer is asking you to. Where do you find it? Huh? Where do you find it? The oil cap. The oil cap where you fill the oil most cars is very visible because you see it on top of the engine or on this it will be very very obvious usually it's a black cap and you see um, a set of numbers similar to what you just said 15 w40 0 w40 0 w20 or something like that written on it okay stick to the manufacturer's uh, recommend re recommended grade of oil or specification of oil all right now if for any reason it is not there your next place to look is the user's manual okay now the user's manual will state okay um the oil that you should use and in, in certain instances will give you a range of specifications of oil okay based on the temperature the ambient average temperatures in the place or country location where you are operating your car you will have 
a table that will give you a range usually it's not very very wide range okay so you just look at it and based on that you go to a total service station um see uh, um, um the, the the trained you know gentlemen over there and they are going to help you select the correct oil for your car okay the question of oil is not debatable let me repeat it the question of oil grade for your car is not debatable all right if you want your car to work the way it is intended to work for you to enjoy the benefits always make sure that you are using the recommended oil okay all right <laughs> let's move on to the next case. my name is hassan um i drive a honda civic 2018 mm, nice car I've had the car for about eight months, but since I got it, I noticed a click sound from the engine underneath the car when I changed the speed a bit faster. I've seen two mechanics who claim to repair it, but it reoccurs after driving a few days. Any help? Also, contact who understands Honda. Okay, you need a contact for somebody who understands Honda cars pretty, pretty, pretty well okay all right yeah i'm going to bring a honda expert onto the show one of these days you know yes what we started last year we're going to continue but um you said you hear a click a click a click a click a click a click hmm. uh, a click I, I you you i need more description a bit a, a, a click sound from the engine underneath the car um okay so when you hear the click what happens does the car run properly Okay, does the car, you know, does it have an effect on how the car moves, stops, accelerates, changes? The 2018 Civic, uh, most of them have um, a CVT um, transmission. Okay, and um, some of them have a 2.0 liter um, um, naturally aspirated engine. Some of them also have a 1.5 liter turbo engine. So um, there are a whole lot of variables, Hassan. So um, give me a bit more information. I'll see if I can help you. And uh, there, there are mechanics around. Um, two mechanics, are they, do they know what they are talking about? The thing about, about these, you know, turbo engines, um, turbos have been around for a while. And um, basically they were being used in performance cars and in heavy duty trucks you know but their popularity went down um and uh, we, we went back to our naturally aspirated engines but because of efficiency because of efficiency and and largely the stringent um the stringent conditions that car manufacturers have to meet okay with their car emissions so they've had to go back to tables but tables also have a lot of benefits because uh, they, are, they 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 can they run very 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 efficiently okay so um there are lots of mechanics are not familiar with turbo engines and especially the cvt transmission okay so um give a bit more information we'll see what we'll do and we'll try and, and reach out to you and give you um some honda experts okay all right okay so we go on to the next one it says uh, hello eddie poku my panic alarm goes off intermittently without provocation when it's parked and locked i use a 2013 elantra what could be the problem and how do we fix it okay <laughs> alarm issues very very irritating <laughs> i can feel your pain but uh, the questions are um, is it a factory installed alarm system 
you know most cars have factory installed alarm system okay then there are the aftermarket alarm systems that you take your car to an auto electric guy and you ask him tell i want an alarm in my car and they install it okay most of them also um, um, work in different 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 ways okay so the question is that is it a factory or an aftermarket okay now what happens is that some of the aftermarket ones the quality um, it's not really, really, really there. Okay, so the slightest thing when leaf leaf crater can also start start sounding and uh, it can be very very annoying. You know, a lot of them work using vibrations. Okay, and depending on how sensitive they are and a whole lot of other things, um, you can have some of these issues. If your alarm is not working well, I would say if an aftermarket, just change it. Okay, now the manufactured or the ones that are installed in the car from factory most of them what happens is that if you um you try to if somebody gains access into the car um without the key okay then it will sound so those ones normally when people touch it people push it and stuff like that it won't sound until you have used a different means okay using um a fake key okay breaking into a glass to open the door or something those are the things that will make it sound so usually people want the one that you know when you know and those ones um it's it's a gray market there there are so many different 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 variants so many different levels of quality you know and um yes um i don't know which one you have in your car okay if it's not working well and it's it's very irritating probably when you bought the car it was already installed so you don't know very much about it get a very reputable auto um, electrician go to them let them check it and uh, if the quality is poor just change it there are some very good ones out there uh, off the top of my head i can't recommend any but go out there ask the correct questions do your research work well and you get a very very good one that will serve you well okay <laughs> i hope this helps thank you all right says baron 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 say how do you deal with the sludge in the engine now my 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 my, my take on this is number one don't let the sludge build up in the first place okay don't let the sludge build up in the first place now how does the sludge build up okay are you using the correct recommended oil okay that is number one number two okay apart from the recommended oil is it good quality because you can have the correct specification but the quality is not correct because it is probably maybe imitation imitate <laughs> you know what you are buying is 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 from some fake dealer okay all right so you want good quality oil that you can trust that is the first thing two your fuel also has to be good quality um good quality fuel okay because it all interacts within the crankcase of the engine all right so it can also contribute now one thing that um is a problem for a lot of new cars okay is how we drive the cars okay especially the high performance cars now when you buy a high performance car drive it like a performance car okay now when you drive the car you start the car okay the engine does not come up to proper temperature 
okay you just start the car especially the turbo engines and and and, and direct injected engines you just start the car then you move go and buy clearly down the road then you come then you come and park it that is not good for a lot of cars and that can also contribute to the formation of sludge okay so when that happens the engine is not able to come up to the right temperature the fuel you know is is put into the cylinders by the injectors they are ignited they produce a power a lot of it are lost because the car is not up to temperature now what happens is that they are going to get themselves attached to the walls of your cylinders and gradually they are going to uh, um, roll down the walls of your cylinder into the crankcase and degrade your oil now when they degrade your oil over a long period of time it promotes the buildup of sludge okay it promotes the buildup of sludge how do you get rid of it there are so many different formulations out there okay that are supposed to be able to help break down sludge okay i cannot vouch for any of them because i have not tried any of them okay but what i will say is that prevent them one your frequent oil changes the proper recommended oil good quality total oil okay all right right interval changes you know always drive your car properly properly make sure the car is warmed up okay drive for reasonable distances at reasonable speeds all right then also when it's a turbo car when you are you park and you are you you are you are um, getting out of the car you want to just keep the car away make sure that you run the engine okay for a f just a few seconds to a minute okay let it idle for a short while before you put it don't just go drive the car poo 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 when you park uh engine off because what the table what happens at the table has oil lines that feed it and all the oil has to go around cooling it etc 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 and when all those things happen they don't happen in the correct manner okay there there is a lot of premature uh, um, things happening in the engine and um for a long time over prolonged periods of time you are going to have issues and especially let me say this especially if you buy these expensive very powerful cars okay those are performance cars they are the expectation of the manufacturer is that you are going to push it hard okay so if you are just driving it no 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 it's not this it's not good for the cars okay it's not good for the cars all the different have to come to a certain temperature okay in a certain way then also they have to cool down the proper way all right i hope this helps all right now david says um good afternoon um hey is this for me or is for quickly <laughs> david <laughs> uh, he says i'm somewhere from tema i don't really have a problem per se but rather looking for preventive solution wonderful i love that <laughs> i drive a 2014 vw jetta and i've crossed a hundred thousand miles wow good job good job i'm concerned about my timing chain giving up what can i do to prevent that and when would it be prudent to have it changed i try to be on top of my maintenance all the time it's a 1.8 turbo tsi 
engine wonderful wonderful samuel i'm really really uh, i'm happy and, uh, and and happy for you and very impressed you've run this car a hundred thousand miles people say vw cars are not good look at that 2014 vw jetta hundred thousand miles it is great that you are concerned about your timing chain because um for some engines when the timing chain gives up um you are going to lose the engine but i mean for this and for a 2014 jetta when you go to a very reputable vw jetta or vw expert they should be able to help you okay uh, i'm sure if um i'm sure if you you look around the internet you'll be given um if you want the lifespan just google it you'll find it okay if you know the model of your engine just use that you are going to get the lifespan the average lifespan of the timing chain in uh, in, a, in a 2014 vw jetta okay then after you've been able to ascertain that for yourself i mean for 100,000 miles it's in order if you want to change it okay it's in, if it's it is in order if you want to change it but you need somebody who knows what they are doing you need somebody who knows what they have been doing there's one thing maintaining a car okay there's one thing changing plugs okay and changing the timing chain is a whole different ball game okay now a lot of one of the things that a lot of new cars suffer from when it comes to timing chain is the degrading of the timing chain guides okay the degradation of the timing chain guide a lot of new cars are made up of plastic and uh, with the heat cycling of the engine sometimes can become brittle and they can break okay but with our multi-valve engines if you want to change the timing chain <laughs> it is a very very complicated uh, process and you need special equipment to do it so i will say for this particular thing you want to do which is a good thing you need somebody who knows and has the correct equipment to be able to do it for you and um, if you do that you are going to be happy i'm sure your car can take on another hundred thousand miles easy okay all right thank you samuel all the best and keep listening to the show um it says hello eddie happy new year i drive a mercedes-benz c180 1999 model when i start the engine the engine seems to be very to be to be running very high with an abnormal sound when i start the car in the morning please what could be the problem this is from eddie hammond now eddie hammond um a c180 okay your engine revs or runs very very high okay now what you didn't tell us is that does that come down when the engine comes up to temperature now most engines are designed such that when you start it what we call a cold start in the morning when the engine is cold and you start it okay it will run a bit higher not too higher usually uh, if on average the idle speed is around 800 between 500 and 800 rpm that is revs per revolutions per minute okay it will run around the most cars between 500 and 800 okay now for some cars if the cold start it will bump up okay to about a thousand for a few seconds then it will start coming down as it warms up okay if it doesn't come down there is a problem okay there is a problem now either your car has issues with the crank position sensor okay your car might be having issues with its crank position sensor okay 
um uh, you might be having issues with your um your vacuum system because the car has a lot of you know lines that use vacuum when i say vacuum it means air pulls through it and it uses it to activate different things on the engine and sometimes with time heat cycling some of these tubes become brittle and break sometimes when they kink so small tiny holes or hairline cracks appear on them and you lose air from those places and one of the things that happen is that it can cause your revs to go higher because uh, the car cannot control cannot control the system that controls the idle okay so um, it has to be investigated you need somebody who knows and understands mercedes cars okay to you know diagnose it and find that particular uh, um, problem sometimes also some of the cars you know will be hunting will be hunting when i say hunting it means the revs doesn't stay you know flat okay when it's idling it goes up and it comes down it goes up it comes down that is when it's idling you are not driving it you are not accelerating it by itself it goes up and it comes down okay that can also be uh it's an idle some cars have an idle valve okay a special valve that controls that and if it is spoiled or it's getting spoiled it can cause the revs to hunt so to be going up and down up and down up and down i hope this helps you um uh, eddie hammond you definitely need a mercedes expert to look at your car and uh, most probably one of the things I've talked about will be um, the issue. Okay. Okay. Good evening, please. Um, I use a Nissan Sentra. I have peculiar issues with noise coming from um, the underside of the vehicle. This noise varies with the type of road you drive the car on always. Okay. I don't know if that's a question or a contribution. Yes. I mean, we've had a whole show. We've had a whole show. Okay right here talking about the kinds of noises that the car makes all right now you have to be familiar with the way your car sounds okay the sound of your engine how does the car sound when you put on your ac how does your car sound when you are braking how does the sound your car sounds when it's idling okay when you are driving how does the car sound you have to be familiar with all these things so that if something goes wrong you can pick it up okay talking about noises if most of the chassis components are wearing out okay a lot of them have what we call rubber bushings okay rubber bushings um, the rubber bushings make the car comfortable basically all right makes the car comfortable now when they wear out there are um, a lot of noises sometimes the car will also um, be the car is not accurate it's, it runs loose when i say loose means that when for example when you turn the steer where you want to go is as if the car does not want to go there all right uh yeah so when the bushings wear out you can have issues with that okay but ultimately you will hear the noise knocking noises clicking noises crackling noises all manner of noises and all of them will point to one part or the other feeling so it's very very important that you are familiar with your changing the tires changing the tires of your car will cause the sound to change okay now a lot of times i mean for ghana um, we have warm weather most of the time okay so what kind of tires do you need 
on your vehicle you need i mean tires that are biased towards summer weather um worst case what we call all season tire okay but sometimes i see that there are a lot of snow tires on the market but we have no snow now the compound of when i say compound the material that is made to make is used to you know create the tires to manufacture the tires okay they are temperature sensitive so if you buy a tire like a snow tire i mean <laughs> it's not going to help you okay it's going to wear out prematurely okay you will not get good grip although it looks like the tire has very very big teeth <laughs> in quotes on it <laughs> you are not going to get good grip okay and it won't help you and a byproduct of 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 the of that is you're going to have a lot of noise okay so if you go out looking for a tire usually most of the summer tires they they are not i won't say they are smooth they are not smooth but they have deep grooves they are smooth on the outside with deep grooves you know on it all right the all season tires have a combination of deep grooves okay and we have what we call sipes the hypes the sipes are like um zigzags zigzags you know on the tread pattern the tread pattern of the tire okay all right so look at it and select the correct tire if you choose a wrong tire you are going to get noise okay if you have a saloon car and you run an off-road bias tire on it a tire that is intended for cars that are going to go off-road you are going to get a lot of noise okay if you have a jeep but you have no intention of going off-road don't get off-road bias tires okay um it's going to have a lot of wear and tear on your chassis components it's going to create a lot of noise it's going to create a lot of heat within the tire and it is also um it is go also going to wear out prematurely okay so if you you love the size and shape of a jeep but you know that basically you are just going to be driving in the city and on highways you 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 use you can get the same size of tire but biased for on-road use not off-road use okay and that will help you and it will also um save you on fuel okay it will save if you have an off-road bias tire you're always running it on the street you are going to take a penalty with your petrol a lot of time we don't measure this so um we don't know okay uh, yeah, yeah. all right so if you can hear me you are still tuned into 97.3 ctfm and this is the total energies auto show we have a few more minutes to go and i just want you to remember that this show is brought to you by total now total yes this is a company that has dedicated itself you know by giving you good quality auto products for many many years it's been doing this and for this purpose it has been adjudged at the recently held um at the recently held um chartered institute of marketing ghana uh, um events that's the cimg hall of fame petroleum division and it was inducted into the cimg hall of fame with the title petroleum company of the year you can't be total okay you cannot be total when it comes to the delivering of quality and innovative product and services that enhance your customer experience because total knows that our success depends on you cherished customers with great pride we dedicate these awards to you our valued customers thank you for your unwavering trust and loyalty to the total energies brand as a multi-energy company 
we continue to deliver exciting and innovative products and services that meet the needs and expectations of you cherished customers i must tell you total really cherishes you um their customers you are still tuned into the total energies auto show i have a few more questions on the console and um it says my chevrolet um equinox um 2017 model screeches the ground whenever i'm making a u10 this uh isaac from kwashima what could be the challenge uh kwashiman um, equinox when you are turning a u10 it screeches the ground and I, I i i am trying to decipher your the use of the expression screeches uh, i mean you hear the sound okay all right um the question is this was it doing that sometime before or was it something that just started recently okay but i will say that go and check your alignment all right go and check your alignment if the tires are not aligned properly okay you might have issues that will create screeching noises when you are making u-turns okay so get that checked all right um if you have more information for me um it will be great okay all right it says uh, is it necessary to change the transmission oil um most cars describe the transmission oil as a lifetime oil under certain circumstances it has to be changed but you have to make sure that the conditions are right uh you are using the correct oil to replace it and uh, from my experience stick as much as possible to what the manufacturer says if it is possible go to the uh, um, 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 check for the right oil and go to a very good quality service station total of course and get the correct one i'm sure they will have the right specification but make sure you stick absolutely to the specification because most of the new cars have cvt transmissions and they are very very sensitive to oil if you put the wrong quality oil you are in your, your transmission is going to have issues uh, apart from that you're also going to have um, um poor quality um, um fuel consumption you don't want that i'm um, good after my engine is always overheating what is the problem uh my car is a mazda 323f uh, this yakubu from pukwase uh, if you're always having overheating uh, it's likely that you have a blown gasket okay you have it's likely you have a blown gasket so have a check um, my check engine uh, light is on um a diagnostic check show the oxygen sensor please educate me on it all right and uh, now we'll do that okay now what the oxygen sensor does is that it is able to tell how much fuel that you have you know coming through the exhaust system of your car okay and it uses that uh it takes that reading and it adjusts the fueling of your car and etc 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 and it also tells you whether your catalytic converter is working properly or it's not working properly and all the other things okay we'll give you more information on that uh, the show uh, uh, our time is quickly run out uh, please i use a 2020 toyota hilux when i am on top speed and braking i feel the steering wheel shaking what might be the cause it might be uh, your brake disc is warped okay warped means that it is bent somewhere okay so um have it checked um when that happens you can scheme it there are people in town that run a service where they cut the surface tiniest part of the surface and make it absolutely flat okay so you want to check that you can check that from an alignment or tie center let them do that if you do that and it's not working probably you also have um your bushings are weak your bushings are weak okay your bushings are weak your sway bar and other things if the bushings are weak you can also have that issue 
where when you uh, um, break the car hard uh, you're going to have vibrations okay um thank you sako there thank you all the guys that sent in questions and contributions to um this edition of the um total energies auto show open house garage it's been a wonderful time um i'm here with you you can reach me um on instagram you can reach me at mifria santi on twitter is at edipoku you can go to edward opoku on facebook follow my page so that um we can catch up you know we can catch up okay thank you so much and uh, i want to say thank you and uh, enjoy the rest of your day Thank you.